0: Welcome to A Pint with Shawnee B. This is Oscar week. Those of you who are interested in movie making will be delighted with my next guest. He is a Oscar nominee, one of very few Oscar nominees from Ireland. And his name is Michael Cray. He was nominated for an Oscar in 2011 for his short film Crush, which was a unrequited love story about a small boy who fell in love with his school teacher. The young boy is played by Oren, Michael's son. And he's here to talk to us about his experience with this movie and other stuff as well. So welcome to the podcast, Michael Crayton.
1: Thank you very much. I'm very well. You're from Belfast. Originally from Belfast. I came came to Dublin back in 96. Past, so talk yeah. a bit about that first because
0: um, we're, we're similar vintage. Yeah. Younger than me, I'd say. But what, what was it like growing up in Belfast during the Troubles?
1: It was a bit strange. You only realise... Oh now how strange it was Retro-stack. at the at the time. It was just your normality. Like it was just just the way things are. You, there was always a bit of a a grimness to Belfast, you know. Mm. But you don't realize until you're out of it just how unusual it was. And when you talk to people, when you know when I moved to Dublin, people were constantly shocked by the things the that, that we just took as normality. Yeah. And we, as any Northerner will tell you, they, they enjoy. Enjoy winding the the southern baiting the southerners exactly because revenge for leaving us behind. (laughs) So, for for my overseas
0: listeners, Ireland has been (coughs) under the yoke of the British Empire (laughs) for 800 years. And uh, in the early part of the last century, Britain left uh, the south of Ireland to form its own new country but retained the six counties of the north of (laughs) Ireland. Northern Ireland to this day remains part of Great Britain and is a big pawn at the moment in the whole Brexit discussions, Mm. because if Britain leaves the European Union, Northern Ireland will have to follow as being part of Britain, despite the fact that most people up there decided that they didn't want to do that. And we have a problem again with the border. We've had uh, the, the IRA, which I'm sure people know about, the loyalist paramilitaries fighting for many years of my lifetime, and Michael's culminating in the The agreement that caused peace, as I say, it's riddled with peace up there at the moment. Yeah, I
1: mean, peace was really only starting to kick in whenever I left. The Good Friday Agreement hadn't happened yet. As a child, as I was growing up in North Belfast, which was quite a... North Belfast is a bit of a patchwork between Republican and loyalist communities. So there was a lot of tension, a lot of trouble around there. I I grew up on the Crumman Road, which was almost a bit of a frontier right down between... These communities, there was a wall, a peace wall built down there. Simple things like we, my parents moved house because our family just kept getting bigger and bigger. There was, including my mum and dad, there's 10 of us, so really? we needed to move. So we moved a couple of hundred yards up the road to a bit of a bigger house. I couldn't walk down that road anymore to see the friends that I'd originally had in the street beside yeah. the first house because there was a street in between that was trouble, uh, yeah. you know, it was, you uh, yeah, you get beaten up, you basically have to, you know, you'd be stopped at that corner and asked, what were you, were yeah. you a Catholic or Protestant, uh, what school did you go to, people are shocked when you describe that, but I suppose like anybody who grows up in a conflict area, they see it as their, their normality, you know, we were walking under, there'd be a bomb scare nearly every day, every other day. We'd be evacuated from our house once in a while by the army. Bombs would go off in the distance and shatter the windows and things. As I say, only in retrospect do you think that wasn't quite normal, was no, it? I that don't. wasn't well, that wasn't all that normal. I always thought that I got it easy, and any time I write about it, I'm always feeling a bit of a fraud. I always feel like I didn't really suffer. I didn't. I didn't get shot. Nobody. I didn't see anybody. You medical. know, get, but. I think you earn by just living there you don't realise the insidious effects that it might have on you in your life you do kind of earn a right to talk about it and Mm you earn a right to write about it to tell the stories and I think there's a lot of stories to be told I mean there's Um, some coming out there's
0: a great documentary No Stone Unturned which came out last year which is receiving rave reviews I mean it's interesting Michael comes from the north, and I come from the south and we we, we grew up during the troubles but it was very remote for people living in Dublin We were apathetic. Yeah, yeah. Ab- word, and yeah. I mean, I would be a nationalist. Uh, hmm. I, would, I would be a nationalist who wouldn't believe in bombing the shit out of people out of our country. Hmm. You know what I mean? But I do believe in a United Ireland. <laughs> I do believe, Maybe. I mean, I'm, hmm. I'm very surprised. One, the troubles have stopped. I yeah. never thought they would <laughs> have stopped in my yeah, lifetime. Absolutely. Bowled over when you see the late Martin McGuinness and the late Ian it, Paisley, Paisley shaking hands. And yeah. yeah. the best mates, you kind of going, hmm? Yeah. But there was also, I think around September 11th, there was also this change of gears in terrorism Yeah, kind of brought the world to a place where, you know, even if you were a Republican or loyalist terrorist, you'd be going, is it really worth it all? Yeah,
1: it was, the Zilhamists had buried the lead. <laughs> it's kind of said, that was, there you go, that's terrorism. And suddenly in one day they'd done what both the IRA and the UVF it did over 30, 30, 30 years. Yeah, the same um, number of people who died in the
0: 9-11 attacks basically equaled the entire amount of fatalities in the Northern Ireland Troubles since 1960, uh, late 60s to, the, to, to that time.
1: Everything did change from 9-11. Like the world changed, yeah. America, America changed, the North changed, you know, back in the 50s. Yes, there was lots of bigotry and lots of petty fighting and whatnot, but when the Troubles began proper northern ireland changed into something very dark and very uh, quite quite hateful in many ways and i think we're seeing that on a worldwide level now and the country is now full of survivors i mean i I always maintain that the north and its population have ptsd a population-wide ptsd is we're all kind of in a in a bit of a stupor about what went on and we're like what did that what just happened there, mm-hmm. and how did it stop so as you say, how did it stop so easily? Yeah. how did it stop so uh, well, not easily, but how did it stop so quickly yeah. and what was it all for? you look at it more from uh don't know a thoughtful point of view or I don't want to be wanky but uh, you yeah, know yeah. artistic point of view you yeah. look at i I've always been fascinated by it I've always mm-hmm. been my mother would tell you that I was darkly fascinating you know i always seem to be on the i I used to get in trouble in college because i tended to do a lot of troubles art troubles mm-hmm. you know yeah it, you know, and back then when you did it it was considered a uh, cliche it was like oh somebody doing troubles yeah. again Oh, but you know yeah. troubles again and i'm going but this is us this is our story this is very much who we are and it would lead you into trouble because you people would think you were trying to be Provocative which is or what I do. exactly, yeah. yeah. And I wasn't I was just fascinated by the stories and by the my actual political attitudes swing wildly from mm. one day to the next. I couldn't really say I'm particularly nailed into one political viewpoint. I can usually see both sides. My parents would have called us maybe mildly nationalist kind of okay. um and where did but you
0: stand in the family pecking order? were you young I'm the so, youngest, yeah. the youngest? I'm the youngest the so youngest so, you're so like... I just observed everything. I yeah. just
1: took everything, took everything on board and just watched everybody else. And did your siblings leave the north as well? or are they still there? They're all mostly there. some some of them went back and forward, like my brother Kieran, he's a priest, and he he lived in Africa for oh, quite okay. a while, probably about ten years. Mm-hmm. Of his life was spent over there night. He went to Africa mm-hmm. to be shot. He like he was always in Ardoyne, which is a pretty Republican area of Belfast. He's a real extrovert, outgoing, always involved in things. He was involved in charity and the disabled, and all all sorts. Never, hair on his head was harmed. We had a cl- few close shaves, like, uh, yeah. but nothing ever happened. Then we moved to Africa. He was in Botswana first, but then he was in South Africa later on, Pretoria. A township there, and he was there for several years and built a hospice and right, all, all right. sorts. And then he, during our robbery one night, he got shot very badly and was fighting for his life. God, and And was a very close run thing. They didn't. We didn't think that he was going to make it. And we thought how ironic that yeah. he that he leaves that he leaves Belfast to. There was a lot of similarities. similarities yeah. Thought
0: it was happening at, you know. I presume this was around the time Mandela was being released. Was it? No, a bit later than that. Well, this is this then, is yeah. this I mean,
1: is less less than a decade ago. This right. was only this was two thousand and seven, I think. So it was, I mean, I, I was very
0: surprised in South Africa when they finally eliminated party That there wasn't just a mass <laughs> genocide of the whites. Out of yeah, Africa, well, I little, think
1: Mandela was a big part of you know, that, and think. that's it's people like that that you need, and I think mm-hmm. those are the people we're sort of missing at the minute because yeah, those John people. people I I, it, it's horrible. All this extremism at the minute have to be really really lefty or have to be really really know, righty ridiculous. and where are all the diplomats gone where uh-huh. where? Have, i know they're there i know there's people like the canadian president and, and whatnot sure but though, yeah. they seem to be is second fiddle at the moment. politics is is, yeah. is,
0: is being driven i think yeah. by what i call regressive leftism which is basically just it's almost so left it's right
1: yeah and it's, it's oh well, they it's, do it's, they, they go around like, in yeah, a circle they and they meet
0: do. You hear people... I mean, the the Canadian psychologist Jordan Peterson had a huge ferrari with an interview he had about gender pay. But, you know, these guys... Or Sam Harris. These guys are out there, and they're just trying to say truth. And by saying truth, they sometimes... Say things that people take offense or outrage with, yeah. and kill them. No, yeah. sorry, not kill them literally, but like yeah. social media. <laughs> of them. Social
1: yeah. media. Well, slow. Social media has a lot to answer for, and the hundred and forty characters. The more extreme you are, you know, the more aggressive, the more sweary you can be. Yeah. The more likes you might get, or the more retweets, or the yeah. more attention you get, and I think social media is it almost looks like the start of the last century, it you does. know, it looks, you know, how long before people are starting to just make themselves little uniforms and yeah. you know, gather in yeah. on street corners and walk yeah. up and down and you know, you know, is it because a lot of the people around now haven't Suffered, or they haven't experienced the real thing. They haven't. They it's just a bit like road rage. I think. T- yeah. I think
0: Twitter is like being in a car. It is. It's a motorway. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see oh. people in a in a car. They'd never be as rude yeah. or obnoxious no. as that. But and, and if you went up to them, they go, "Yeah, what, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah." Yeah. If you
1: got all Twitter <laughs> people together in a room and they had to face each other and yeah. look at each other's eyes, they'd be like, "Oh, how are you doing?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, but I didn't really mean to say that. And go, because that's what humans do, and mm. that's why humans still exist. We don't still exist because of the vibe violent extremists, no. the, the no-compromise type. It's always been the diplomats that have really kept humanity yeah. Yeah. together. They've, they're the ones that bring the wars to the, an end. They're the ones that some days need Churchill and other days need mm. Mandela. You know? The idea of
0: compromise is vanishing. The idea of just being able to hear the other person or empathy... Yeah. And and compassion and stuff like this is just dying, and
1: no better man to lead it all than Donald Trump. You know exactly. There's like there's no discussion, no no room for discussion. Northern Ireland is, I I think, it's going through pretty much the same process as Dublin went through, as the South went through. I think it is healing. I think it's healing very quickly. Mm -hmm. I think if you go up there now, it's a very different atmosphere. Been up since I got back. It's It's you know when I came south initially. I just wanted to be away you know apart from visiting family I'd never want to go back uh, and I had a a real love for Dublin I had a real romantic draw yeah. towards Dublin I just saw it as being the poetry city the city of literature yeah. and Guinness which again we're and, losing a bit yeah but Dublin just had this thing in my head for mm-hmm. right since childhood it was always yeah. uh, Belfast as your grey kind of shipyard yeah. shipbuilding, and that that now it has its own romance to it but And I I think once you're away from it for a while, it does make you more inclined to look at it Mm. favourably when you're living there, or especially living there during the Troubles. You tend not to be able to look at it with any... So when you came down from
0: Belfast to Dublin, you were in your, like you said, in your 20s. So you did did art college here, didn't uh, you?
1: Early early to mid-20s. I was in art college in Belfast. I always had this yearning to just go away some mm. even if it was just a hundred miles down the road mm. to dublin just
0: and you were art you were an artist right were, you, were you looked, I, artist used, writer you artist, know writer. i was always okay. always
1: kind of i could never decide which which was the true calling and i remember my english teacher being really <laughs> disappointed in me when i said i was going to go to art college from quite an early age i'd hit upon advertising as a as a way to go. Hey, you get the to, to write and you get to yeah. do pictures and yeah. you know, and you just get to come up with ideas and yeah. you, and I think that was because of a a British T V show. Possibly the BBC uh, the called campaign. campaign. I remember it was dreadful. Dreadful. Uh, yeah, if I saw it now, I'd go, "What the hell was that?" But at the time, <laughs> I was Flash like, "Wow, yeah, yeah, it never happened." That yeah. d- where did that? It was like a,
0: a cheesy version of Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. in the set song.
1: in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, it would actually be a brilliant thing to, to remake watch. and eighties yeah. eighties really. London advertising yeah. would be a, would be a brilliant. I just uh, an episode so New Show how bad because it it's bound to be as crass and misogynistic um, as sixties Madison Avenue. It's bound to be. It would be great. Yeah. That but must. I was on, I was only about maybe fifteen when I saw that show, and yeah. I went, "That's it. That's that's well, what that's to do. Yeah. That's that's something to do." So I actually was quite lucky in that I had an Vision. an idea mm. of, of what I wanted to do after college. So I got portfolio together and pretty much concentrated my efforts on on Dublin. TDs Ronnie Troughton and, and Diddy's gave me a break, and oh, right. that was that was the that was my first. Job and it was brilliant. Do you have great any temptation fun. to go further afield? I did. I'd always thought. I'd always imagined maybe go to Londoners because London. It was always built up as that's where yeah. it's at. That's where London, we should be. That's York, where we New should, New should New mechas, Yeah, well, we didn't even think in terms of news. London. Was so strong back yeah. then. London was everything. The American advertising almost looked a bit. Cheesy yeah. by comparison still, yeah. to the class of the the London stuff, which I don't know what has happened, but it's gone. It's gone right? There's I haven't yeah. seen a good ad in, in a long time now. But um, well, when the
0: world awaits John Lewis, exactly like John Lewis has, our you know some of them are okay yeah. and quite nice. But like yeah. when, when you have Levi's popping yeah. out, and you had everywhere you looked, there were proper ads that were yeah. brilliant and engaging and made you cry. Well, laugh, or, I, I I saw
1: uh, an ad a few months back. For ID and I nearly shed a tear. It was good. It was it was the the clients oh, bringing yes, the clients, and yeah. I thought, oh my god, a good ad. Finally, what well, yeah. maybe, maybe we're on the turn, but I don't think we are. On the turn. I don't think advertising can ever. <laughs>
0: but I got I just got really disillusioned
1: with it. And- I think we all do. I think yeah. anybody who works in advertising tends to get you do. And and I used to when I was younger. And I was so hungry and so excited yeah. about it all and excited to be there and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'd look at these older guys in their 40s and 50s and they seemed so jaded and seemed yeah. so, you know, ugh. and you go, why Why do you not love this? And then you realise when you get there, you get to your 40s and you go, all right, okay. So You see the, see the, the same the ideas curtain. coming round and round and you see the, everybody thinking that they've come up with the idea for yeah. the first time ever. But um, I, have, I
0: have wider macro issues on this the integrity and ethics. You do, you
1: you develop that as you you get older. But at the time, it was just a joy to actually um, be paid to um, come up with ideas, to to, to draw pictures, to write things, to write funny. I suppose in some ways, when I'm having an optimistic moment, I think maybe that's a good thing about now, is that I used to think, you had to earn people's attention, and a lot of advertising wasn't doing that. It was just mm. slamming them over the head. It was it was saying, "If we buy enough spots, you will buy our washing powder. You will yeah. do whatever <clears throat> we ask because we're gonna bombard you every every, every and Gamble, uh, yeah, in yeah every break." My belief always was, you need to earn people's. Mm. You know, you, you have a chance to tell stories and a chance to make people laugh. Show something that just. They've never seen before, or do something really entertaining, which is kind of what a lot of the internet does now. We were we were making content and calling it ads, back then, or at least Mm. we were trying to. Now it's much harder Mm. to just force your way in because everybody skips the stuff. I could never get that far into advertising to be a real proper ad man. You know, to be a real kind of. I was just excited to see something that I'd done up on a forty-eight sheet. You're so excited to see your first press ad. And you open the paper and you go, "Oh my god, that's something I yeah, did no, it's there." And, uh, somewhere. Yeah, you know, some eight-inch weather glaze uh, And it's like, right, what's next? And you go, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god, first forty-eight sheet." And then it's the TV. TV's the big one. Yeah. You get your first mm-hmm. TV, and you hope that it doesn't embarrass you for the rest yeah. of your life. Um, yeah, but it's in the closet. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. So then
0: you're, you're working. These, the, 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 tell me about the the dream of making film. Like where did that? I see. I
1: think. A lot of us have that. A lot yeah. of, anybody works in ads in advertising tends to have that, and quite often it's to do with film. Some some are more geared towards novels and things. I've have mm. known a few people who have gone. To it's quite success some quite yeah. successful careers as mm. as writers as novelists or, and um, so everybody seems to have another dream. Mm. It's like. There's only a, a small core that their dream actually is just advertising. And I also find it reverse: A lot of
0: people in film want to get into advertising.
1: and yeah, to, to advertising pay the deals. bills. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. You just yeah. both stay where you are. Yeah. Both are shit. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I know, I know you, you, the grass is always greener. Know, and once you've experienced the film business a bit, you go, my God, it's just as full of red tape and mm. frustration. More frustration because it, it moves so slowly. You know? I made
0: it, I produced it and acted it funding and all that stuff for a movie in 1999 we shot it in australia and melbourne 16 mil film and it was a heist gone wrong picture which which i'm quite proud of and, and um went to a few film festivals but yeah it, I, I was a close partner with the writer director he was, yeah. a, he was a, an ex-colleague of mine and for me, it got it out of my system. Yeah. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed having it. You know, I could, as I said to people, I could have bought a speedboat, but I made a movie instead. <laughs> that movie. Yeah. But yeah, it was just left it bad. I mean, I think there was, I, I write as well, and I'm kind of interested in that mm. part of it, but I'm not interested in the politics and the kind of, the the heartbreak you you made a short film so tell me about the genesis of it how, did, how yeah did it?
1: it's um, like yourself I'd been writing and learning and trying to and teaching myself to write in a film way the first thing I ever wrote was about a, an IRA cell that I thought would be like you know the Irish Goodfellas yeah that type of thing I wrote it totally without any kind of format or structure wrote it and thought wow this is brilliant and you know I've been writing for ages and it's gone great and when I printed it out it was like came out at 30 pages or something I was going That can't be right that felt that felt like I'd written a movie there I know. but then over those years I started to teach myself and you know on the side you know still doing the job but on the side i was teaching myself how to get by on all the books anybody who says don't read the books i think they're wrong I think, Adventures well, you, the you know screen trade yeah exactly really read hard. anything yeah. read read everything watch everything yeah. take everything in that's how we learn everything yeah. we've, we've, we do that since we're babies yeah. you know people who go oh you can't learn movies from reading a book well yeah. it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt no i was astonished
0: when i started reading those books about the the formulaic hmm. nature of a screenplay was like so, like page seventeen, something has to happen, yeah. you know. And it, it's almost like you need yeah. to know all that in order yeah. to not do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean. You need to know what right. you're zagging away from. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. And even that, even when people talk about formula, and they say it, they talk about it in a pejorative way, you know, yeah. when people want to slag it, they say formula, but you could just call it structure. And especially when it comes to Hollywood yeah. stuff, people are going. There's a format, and yeah, a lot of the time there is a cheap, paint by numbers sort of thing going on. And you get that in theater, and you get that in in novels. You get that in. Three in, acts. In, yeah, I mean, I do. I learned about the three act structure. I don't. I know a lot of people don't cleave to that. You know, they wouldn't. But it suited me. I just. It, yeah. it was able. I was able to visualize it in my brain. And go, yeah. okay, I can get this. It took a long time to get. The hang of it, mean you know, I was so I was doing that, and I was able to start writing more in the proper structure with the proper typeface, with the three acts, the turning points, all that Mm -hmm. kind of malarkey, and still try to be original and creative with it. But, and when you're working with directors and stuff, and on advertising, you're working with them, and you're seeing what they're up to and how they're doing things in the film business, and you're going, and you're going, oh, I want a bit of that. I want that. That looks so cool. That's that's really working with somebody like Lenny Abrahamson and I, who, I was just in awe of the way yeah. he worked mm-hmm. y- you know he was just so he could bring something totally unique and you just watch them at their mm-hmm. craft and you watch uh, how they do things and you, you that's the luxury of what we did yeah, as yeah. art directors, copywriters. We got to sit and and On the set, yeah, right. like with a client who's poking. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah,
0: and, yeah.
1: Um, what they would maybe tell you is, if you want to do this, start with a short. As I got through my thirties, the late thirties, I was going right. Time is running low here. If I don't do this soon, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I, it's just going to be another. Yeah. pub talk thing that I go oh yeah I want I once um so, so I have to think seriously about short I, I kind of waited until I had an idea that I knew would would work and yeah. that it was polished enough um because I think a lot of shorts suffer from the script isn't strong enough it's been ill conceived or somebody has just wanted to make short so bad that they take a, a script that's not ready
0: but before we talk about Crush and, and how you got there, I mean, just stay on that short film thing for the moment. Mm-hmm. It's a real bugbear of mine. I was in Australia working with Tony Redman, who directed about yeah. The Long Lunch, the movie we made. And Australia, at the time, we're talking late 90s, early, early 90s, was awash with short movies. I mean, there was the, there was the John Paulson Short Film Festival... My problem, I actually wrote to the Australian Film Board about this, was that they were encouraging people to make short movies, and mm. then people would go and make them, and you know they, they'd enter it into Tropfest. They'd have 2,000 entries, and there'd be 12 shown. And I, my idea was that before the a role in, in cinemas, yeah. you know, if we're for 15 or 10 minutes yeah. to show two or three short films, at least it gives the filmmakers the sort yeah, of yeah no, that's a good thing, idea yeah. because there's so much short movies A that you're kind of beg, borrowing and stealing and we'll talk, talk about you, you made yours on a shoestring and, and, and people are giving their time and everything and it just doesn't go anywhere I, I said to Tony let's just make a feature because we yeah. fail quicker and he went yeah. what? I said, well, most people fail. You're
1: not going to be the next Steven Spielberg. So we went and made it, and it cost us a lot of money. We are quite happy with it. That's brilliant. And I really admire anyone who. For a start, I admire anyone who makes anything. Or writes one. Yeah. (laughs) If you make any film, you have already done something that's worth being proud of, even if it's a stinker, even if it doesn't get any traction, whatever. You you should give yourself a pat on the back for ever having done that, because we all talk about. Doing exactly. it, and it's very very hard to actually to do it. It's so to create a feature is mm. amazing. It's it's mm. kind of, and I've seen guys who do that, and they do it on a shoestring. They actually yeah. make the full ninety minutes or whatever. And that's what I thought I was going to do straight yeah. after the crush, and it, it just didn't come about. But we you know, talk a bit about that because right, I want to talk. I want to go back after yeah. screenboard. Let's just yeah. go
0: back on topic with Crush. You can see this movie, The Crush. Uh, it's on iTunes.
1: Yes, it's on iTunes so, officially or, uh, you know, uh, YouTube unofficially. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we, we don't <laughs> yeah, encourage <we're>, people watching <laughs> on YouTube, but yeah. I'll, I'll have a link to the
0: iTunes. Uh, yeah. you, you explained the plot there, so I don't give it away.
1: Yeah, it's about just a, a, a little boy, about eight years old, and he develops a, a little crush on his teacher, the very beautiful Miss Purdy. When we first meet him, he has got a little ring, he's got a little plastic yeah ring that he's maybe bought from junk shop or from yeah. know, one of those kinder, mis- Surprise. kinder Surprise or something <laughs> like that and he's gonna present it to the teacher so he he asks he her to, to marry him and uh, she's she's very touched so cute all that kind of stuff She's doing the usual kind of patronising of the <laughs> of, yeah, yeah. of the child, and uh, but he goes away happy. She says, "You know, well, yeah, well, we'll definitely think about that. Pencil it in the diary. We'll probably not, maybe have to wait a few years to be on the right side of the law." It was two thousand and
0: fifteen, uh, March the fifteenth. Not re- but recently, that but that was the date. First of the 2015 was when
1: they were getting married. They were getting married? So oh, I Oh, God, I, w- I wonder. I must look them up to see if they've... Yeah. Seen, and it uh, was, um, as I
0: said at the top, it was Michael's son, Oren, who played... Well, he's uh, definitely not married to... No, a, I was to, wondering, a, yeah, to, Imagine uh, if he had married he, the actress. If he's not
1: married. <laughs> he's, he's, as far as I know, he's not married to Olga Worley. Uh, um, uh, but you never know. They're very secretive teenagers, so it <laughs> could be up to anything. But Sorry, I interrupted he's... Uh, yeah, it's... Um, that's that's funny though because maybe we should do a sequel. Yeah. Where he does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. Oh, no. But yeah, he 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 takes so it. because is, he was so yeah. young, he, yeah. this,
0: this was this, it was shot yeah. in two thousand and nine. So. By the time he was Ooh. old enough to marry his teacher, yeah. it would have been 2000. Because he put
1: it in a, yeah, a, in, in a future diary. He put it in a ten-year diary because that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a thing I invented for the film ten-year diary. Maybe um, we should all have a ten-year exactly diary. A ten-year yeah. plan. And so he writes Certainly it down. Would do it yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He, he he writes it down and says, "Right, that's the date I'm marrying Miss Purdy." She's obviously laughed it off, gone and told her boyfriend about it. It's funny, funny wee story. You know, that'll be gone by tomorrow, I'm sure. But not for our hero. Yeah. He's he's very serious about it. But when he runs in to his teacher that weekend, and um, she's coming out of a jeweler's shop with the real thing on her finger. She's got a big diamond sparkler on her finger. So his heart, his little heart just breaks in two. You can see it, as Bart Simpson says, if you pause, you can see the moment his heart just <laughs> yeah. breaks in two. And the boyfriend comes out of the jewelers he's not happy because he's mm. just spent or whatever <laughs> he's just he's first he's a bit of a bell and he doesn't seem to but played by the brilliant Rory Keenan who's popping up all over the place yeah. his peaky blinders and whatnot. Yeah. that um, he gives good oh, yes, it's <laughs> because <laughs> because Yeah, for want of a be better phrase <laughs> um but he's not happy he clearly doesn't want to be married he clearly doesn't want to be engaged and clearly doesn't want to spend all this money on a ring yeah. he just wants to go home and watch football Whereas his little Ardle, eight-year-old Ardle, he's the real daily he's in yeah. love so he challenges the boyfriend to a duel with pistols with pistols pistols, with pistols at, dawn, at dawn sir yeah, yeah. Um and the boyfriend is highly amused by this he thinks this is great great crack this is so funny Mm -hmm. and he's gonna go and see what what the score is of this child Um, and I'll just leave it that uh, he doesn't know the child's father is a cop an armed cop (laughs) go and have a look
0: at it and search it out it's a great film it was made you know, I, I was doing some research before we sat down today by, you know, I was shot by your brother, who's a film cameraman. He is. BBC, he's a BBC. Yeah. Your, there was lots of craze. Yeah, in the there's clans. craze everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you so, brought it in for a very, I mean, you, you you did a Rodriguez. You went and shot it over three days. Yeah, well. And, and, a, and a Dublin school. And,
1: yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of things. Now, you try, try to make sure everybody gets paid or, you, you know, people get paid something. Um, yeah. I had money that I'd saved myself. I had this in my head that I've one chance at this. Yeah, one chance. I'll use my money, mm. and hopefully it, it turns out okay. I also went back in the days when I could get a bank loan. I got a bank loan. <laughs> <To> <laughs> back make a movie, back yeah. in the days when it was the uh, Celtic Tiger. Yeah, sure. Back in the days when my credit score wasn't three, but at the time I was all right. I had a had a bit of money myself. I went got a bank loan. My dad put in a. A few quid as well. God rest them, and uh, we had enough to get it. To go. I said I didn't approach the film board because me being me, my timings were all off. Like I'd left things too late, and I think at that on the, during that year, the film board were looking for quite specific brief. They were, it was musical shorts in that year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we were able to pull it together. It mm. became a bit of a millstone around my neck. I didn't know I was going to get money made. I, well, yeah, I didn't know I was going to get made redundant the year after oh, that. Um, I didn't know the whole world was going to collapse. That, yeah. I would not recommend anybody uses their, their own money. their own their own yeah. money or get themselves into serious debt because yeah. it will last for ever. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, when you had the film in the can and edited and ready to, I guess market or whatever you do, you know, whatever your plan was. Did you know you had something good, or did you just feel it was? No,
1: I never know that, I'm, I'm very much people's reactions type yeah. of. I'm not one of those confident artists yeah. that sort of. I don't think this he is really the is. best. This is the best thing yeah. I've done. I don't uh, think Yeah, does. you know, I'm going to gift this to yes. the world. Yeah, it's to the nation. Yeah, to the nation. This so, is my gift to you. Yes. I'm a, yeah, no, I have to get so many opinions, and I have to collate them. Opinions of family, opinions of... Yeah, pay, you know, some, of the, some of the directors that I'd worked like. Yeah. Lenny was able to give me great steers yeah. on certain things. And they watch it. You don't have to take everything no, on board. No. You, just, important uh, thing is you just... you just thing is to you, take You kind of cross-reference. Yeah. Okay, everybody's saying that bit shit. So lo- yeah. I think we should lose it. When I saw the first rough cut, the first assembly, I was kind of a bit terrified. It just wasn't working. It was like, uh and my sons, because he was so young and he wasn't a a real actor, it it, it could seem stilted. Mm -hmm. Now, I I hadn't minded that initially because that's part of... I was looking for a very Mm -hmm. deadpan kind of approach. It just wasn't working. You know the way in advertising, things were always cutting down. We're always... It's always... Yeah, minimise, minimise, cut the flab off. That's always like positive with us. Mm -hmm. That's, you know... This was the opposite this was like like you know we had yeah exactly with this sort of 12 minute cut and it was going like that but it didn't feel right it felt as you say it it, it wasn't breathing so we started to let things out a bit let expressions kind of linger and then edit around his performance because the bits that you know there's bits that are so real and intense from him Mm -hmm that are great and you just and or you take bits that weren't actually performance they were just mm-hmm. him on set reacting to something yeah. and you throw that in yeah. and you end up cutting his performance from many many shots the experienced actors you no, know, you have no problem with they just get it right every time but once we've done that then it started to feel much better and i going, okay this i'm not as sick with fear about this anymore it's starting to look it's starting to look a lot better once all those layers, the polish gets st- and yeah. big unsigned sound has to be just. Well, I heard a great
0: quote, which was so if you, from again one of those teachers yeah. on the screen trade. He said, "If your sound isn't right, people will look at it and say it's badly shot." Yep, yeah, exactly. You can get <laughs> a, same problem this podcast. Yeah,
1: you can get away with you can get away with poor pictures if you have good sound because mm-hmm. people think that's a stylistic choice. Yeah, yeah. you can't get away with yeah. great pictures and bad sound because people think you yeah. just it's cheap. So we spent a long time getting the sound right. Great stuff, and once all those layers were on and the final grade and stuff and Dave Gertie's music just go, okay, this isn't bad, This this might be all right. But I still wasn't sure. I tried entering various festivals, international ones, Sundance, all the rest, it wasn't happening. It got into Kerry, it premiered in Kerry. I just assumed that'll be it, it'll stay in Ireland. It's not gonna travel. So yeah, so just
0: to just pause take pause before the fireworks begin. You're <laughs> a thirty five year old first time filmmaker, shoestring budget, cast of about six, I suppose six or seven, mm. edited, put together, entering into film festivals, and what then Tribeca happened was
1: it? Tribeca was the first. I got that call from New York saying we'd oh, like to. Show your film in Trebekah, and that was oh my god, that was delightful. Exciting. That was like ex- that. so exciting. I thought, and did they do like, like tickets? We Robert De Niro's, yeah. Uh, actually, n- the film festivals you don't tend to be I think you do get tickets for your own showing. I think yeah, there's nice, stuff nice. like that, um, and there's Trebekah's <laughs> great, you Robert De Niro? Uh, no he right. was up on the he was up on the stage so he's about 20 feet away okay. I, I just can't go approach people I can't yeah. approach people yeah. and go oh, I love business. you yeah. can you yeah. sign me well? you, you do, do a, a, a selfie a selfie yeah, I just can't I don't have a, I'd love to but I can't how uh, exciting yeah it was it was great and, uh, and, then and it got, as well yeah, like the, and know. it got a special recommendation there okay. so now, that didn't qualify for anything yeah. but it was still lovely it was a yeah. great great thing to just experience yeah. it was actually my first time in America So it was a whole new journey. But
0: also from from a a five-year process of wanting to do this, procrastinating, kicking yourself up the ass to say, I've got to get it done, or it's not going to happen, writing it, getting it made, getting it done, getting all the input from whoever you could, and then launching it, and and just getting... This recognition just must have been a beautiful. I mean, yeah. Forget about what happened after Tremecan, but like yeah. that was just a lovely. Yeah. No, that was you know that was
1: when the gate opened. That was yeah. like okay, and I didn't feel as worried about it anymore. I thought yeah. I, even if that's where it stops, that's pretty good.
0: A segue away from that, I mean, it's it's hilarious the way I mean, you you have people who decide whether it's any good or not. Is that art any good? Is, yeah. Is is that movie any good? I mean, we can tell a shit movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And we can tell, probably a, a, a brilliant movie. But we're, we're, you know as I said, Oscars this week we have, you know I thought Lady Bird was absolutely rubbish. Right. You know? uh, Saoirse Ronan, the Irish actress, is twenty seven playing a seventeen year old, and that logs in my head from the moment she yeah. appears on screen. And yeah, takes shadow. Yeah. Francis McDormand is a genius, and she's beautiful in that movie. But Martin McDonagh, an Irish director. You know, a beautiful story and it uh, mm-hmm. starts losing its way a little bit towards the third yeah. act as we call it. The the idea of, of, you know, oh oh his his movie's been accepted by Trebeka. Yeah. Oh it must be really good. You know, I mean mm. there's that. Yeah, no, well, well, that's
1: that does it's, it's seem to be the that's yeah. the way the world works. Once somebody else has given their approval, somebody that seems, yeah. you know oh well word. then we will we'll yeah. we'll respect that opinion and we'll There's probably uh, a
0: a long line of bell ends in yeah. Ireland who rejected it. Like, oh yeah. Well, okay. Robert De Niro likes it. Yeah. So we move on to the. So, so again, we're we're just to reiterate. I have an Oscar nominee in the room on hmm. Oscar. We tell me then about the whole Oscar experience.
1: I've just been reading Hellraisers. Peter O'Toole yeah. and Ollie Reed, and, yeah. so and they say every time they're asked about the past they can't remember any of it it's good but because they were pissed pickled. the whole time, they were absolutely pickled the whole time I wasn't no. I just I don't know I've, when I'm asked I kind of go blank and go yeah. what did actually happen but it was such a weird blur I like the but, story you told me yeah.
0: before when I was doing some research that you were in a coffee shop and you heard it off the news, and yeah. And suddenly your phone starts going. Yeah, that's exactly. what <laughs> so it's we, like a movie you said.
1: know, it was the Noms Day, and yeah. I was saying to my my girlfriend Ruth, "Do you remember this time seven years ago, whatever?" Uh We're sitting in Crawfordsburn, hiding in a cafe. Oh, well, we just went off for a walk in the forest, and because I didn't want to be sitting in front of a t- TV yeah. Yeah. like a numpty, kind of going, <laughs> I know. and then, oh no, I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear it, my first. Hearing of it was a phone call. It yeah. was a phone call from a reporter, um, BBC or something yeah. like that. They, the, the phone went and said, you know, you've been nominated, and that, that was it. Did you know that you yeah. might be nominated? Because it's usually a
0: long list, right? Where you yeah, I was yeah. in the ten.
1: I knew okay. I was in the ten. Okay, which was great as well. Yeah, right? yeah. no, yeah. I, absolutely. I thought that that was it. I yeah. thought you don't go any further than that. It was kind of wrecking my nerves as well. As okay. going, where does this go? We only uh, have about twenty
0: five or thirty. Oscars from Ireland mm. there's one guy from the 20s who won 11 <laughs> he, was, like, he was a he was easy to make films back then he was a, <laughs> a <laughs> dresser for Chaplin or something and of course Daniel Day-Lewis uh, has won three uh, best actors and he is Irish in fact one of my friends Graham Keyes who you might know mm. had a great joke which said most women spend their life hoping to marry a guy who looks like Danny Day-Lewis and end up marrying a guy who looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that <laughs> Graham. But um and Brenda Fricker's won one one, yeah. but we rarely the whole country turns itself upside down when yeah. we have an Oscar nominee. I'm sure that happened for you as well.
1: Little- yeah, it was it was it was kind of it was that particular year I was the only one. There was quite a lot of focus and yeah. it freaked me out a bit. I yeah. don't think I reacted to it the way you would expect or that yeah. people are but supposed to you're a to. humble yeah.
0: and you're a humble guy you're, not, you're, well, not, you're, not, a, you're I, not a guy who goes oh yeah of course I'm, I expected
1: this I'm not even I, see I don't even know if it was that or it was just fear, <laughs> sheer fear just uh, you know the phone I was starting to silence the phone um, <laughs> I and just curl up and I was really? going because I had other things going on in my life at the time right. my, you know in, in separation and right. stuff other things that were very intense in yeah. life and suddenly the phone was just Constantly ringing reporters and uh, and whatnot, I did, t- freak a bit, and yeah. I remember my brother Liam, who is a journalist, he says, "Do this now, enjoy it, yeah. uh, not not enjoy it, but use it, because it'll be gone as soon yeah. as it ends. It dissolves very quickly." I knew what he was talking about, but I didn't really take the advice. I just the number of times I just ignored yeah. phone calls yeah. and ignored requests for interviews, and because I was just but you can you can also position
0: yeah. yourself as elusive. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's that's
1: what it was. Totally, I think if I do it now, I'd, you know, I do it now, I'll be totally yes. Every say yes to everything. Yeah, come back, come back. <laughs> but at the time, it was very surreal and very, you know, I'm not saying it was bad. Instead, you know, it was, it was great as well. Like yeah. it was, was there's so many things about it that were just great that yeah. you still find hard to believe were part of your part of your life. Your own must have yeah, great. Well, he was. A great thing yeah. For my dad to have done. Yeah, well, and for him to have and done because he was, yeah, you know, right. he was there, and as we took but some, it's you know, a very father son yeah. thing, you know, yeah. and, and uh,
0: family thing. Yeah, jump now to the to the night itself. You're you, you've got you've got over. Someone's kindly agreed to pay your fares, which is nice of them. Whoever that was.
1: Yeah, that know, was uh, Culture Ireland. Right. Yeah. Did they, you have to go to them, or did they come to no, you? No, they. As far as I remember, they they can to me. I,
0: I took time to watch the God of Love movie which is a sort of a Jeff Goldblum like Bell End sticking his pretty <laughs> <in> all over <laughs> New York. That beat that, you. Jeff,
1: Get off the fence. Yeah, sure. that, you know, that beat
0: that. you and it was, a, that was a student picture, it was a very good student picture I think, mm. right? Had you seen your com- competition and were you, well, tell me what it was like just that moment when they'd start calling out your name and I presume you are up in, a, in a, a four box square.
1: Actually, no, I don't think we were. I don't oh, think there not? was, okay. we, the no, I think, the movie was on ah, a box, okay. so thankfully yeah. there was no, oh, look, look happy, <laughs> look happy. Cause, but look. tell me about that
0: yeah. uh, rising and then falling, sort of, as they opened the envelope. What was that like? Can you remember?
1: Um, again, my feeling wasn't what you would expect. I was not there going, please, please win, please be please be me. For so many reasons, I was like... Really? I, do- I was almost in the other direction going, what the so if this actually is is a win, what the hell? You know. Okay, do, now looking do do? back, it's, would you like
0: to have won? Looking back,
1: um, looking back, no, not really? not that I would like to win someday. You know, right. you know, I, I, but at the time, no, I'm happy enough. I'm happy enough with I'm the way Maybe I was just very stressed out at the time. Maybe yeah. I was very just. I didn't feel worthy of it either. Very careful about how I word this because you're very careful about trying not to look like you're being the worst fake modest crap, um, <laughs> I which which is anno- it, know, it, it, Is one of the most annoying yeah, traits that people can have. It's it's not a fake modesty thing. Yeah, it's know. a it's a kind of I don't think I'm actually worthy of getting this right now. At yeah. this, I haven't kind of done enough. It's great to be here. It's great to be nominated, and you know if it happens great so then i'll be but again it struck so much fear into me the 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 idea of it that i almost breathed a sigh of relief once it was it wasn't me and i was kind of like okay drink now can go and have a little drink i think i would
0: have been absolutely devastated really to have got that far and not one i I mean i'm not going to try and be model. modest i just think it would be it's the it's like the I, I can understand how yeah. you've just gone your first thing has gone there. That would have been very dangerous for someone like me, who's, who's probably got an ego that needs tamping down. All the time. <laughs> but, but you know, the idea that you get to the to the apex yeah. and you go, "Fuck, I've done it!" You know, yeah. it's just you know, I, 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 that that's a really fascinating thing. That I never would have thought. So you you came back to Ireland like all our football teams who don't win anything, a hero, right? Kind of.
1: Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was it was very good. It was extremely good-natured. People were genuinely happy for us, and they were uh, very kind, very yeah. um, supportive. And people who interviewed you were always very positive, and yeah. that side of it was was great. And talk to yeah. me about
0: what's happened. Uh, you know, since your nomination, Martin McDonough won a short film for Shooter, Benjamin Cleary for Stutterer. So you know, we've had success since. What has happened to your
1: film career uh since not an awful lot this yeah. <laughs> not not as much as i would have hoped it's a mixture of again trying to basically survive financially yeah. you know since redundancy and since things yeah. just kind of basically life life yeah. life yeah. Yeah, happens way, yeah. and you, you have other things there's always creative stuff going on uh, on the side you know i'm i'm writing a you know i was commissioned to write a screenplay for a few guys that are, have a nice story that they want to tell about it's a historical story set in the 50s um, You're doing something in The Famine Uh I That was one of my first screenplays way back yeah, right. before I even did The Crush that was right. one of the first ones I wrote properly You need, you need a good Famine film Well <laughs> Lance Staley has beat me to it uh, now he's uh, bringing out Black, Black 49 is uh, okay. 47, Black I, 47.
0: I actually read one last year for someone
1: Right Rubbish well, I've I've had this one for a long time, so I'd say if I look back on it, I'd be wanting to re, do a substantial rewrite on it. No, it's, it's always been something that's been very... Is uh, it deflating
0: very, that the stepping stone, and boy, what a stepping stone... And deliver Yeah, and it's uh,
1: you know, and you get people saying that as well. You know, people yes. who should know better, family. Yeah. They would go, you know, it didn't really do much for you, did it? You know, if, uh, family <laughs> don't, yeah. family don't pull their punches. It's no, like, just no. where did that get you? That was pointless. Yeah. Just uh, everything went tits yeah. up, since then you lost, yeah. <laughs> you lost your job. And and you goes lost your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much for your Oscar nomination. Yeah. Building, God, see, <laughs> <shade. Yeah. laughs> so, see, that's what happens. You get ideas above your station. But oh boy, um, yeah, but you know it it takes time and you know it does happen if, if you stick with it. Like, is the dream to
0: have your own feature film that you do? Yeah, I do, I direction. really want to do a feature. Right. I'd written love to, and directed, read, directed?
1: written and directed. Right. Yeah, I'd like yeah. that would be. But I've decided, and I'd said for years, I'm not doing another short. I can't do another short. Yeah. I just don't know have the right, the man. time. Yes, but well, I did decide this year. To do another short, I'm going to do, <laughs> okay. I'm going to do, I'm doing one in, in April, nine years later, doing another one. Be, went to the Kerry Film Festival last year, I was invited down by Maeve uh, McGrath um, to do a little sort of session, little talk, and I was kind of very aware that I, uh, Jesus, I'm still dining out on this. Thing Rush, from, yeah. from seven years ago and I feel like I haven't I, you know I haven't done anything I haven't you know there's been lots in the background and writing screenplays and whatever but I haven't done anything and I kind of made the decision there and then walking down the street in um, Clarny I'm going to do something I'm coming back here next year with something and uh, what's it about? Show. It's about a couple in their 60s and it's their Ruby wedding anniversary and the husband buys the wife who's called Ruby and the film's called Ruby he buys her an anniversary gift that's a bit odd not what she was expecting Um, but then this is his form he kind of spends so his life trying to impress impress her and do things that are out there and be generous. and she's kind of it's exhausting for her but so we have we have a cast and uh, we have a good cast in place and hopefully we're I've got my brother again. That's even more craze on it this time. Excellent. So Family uh, movie making. Goods. Family movie making. Last question
0: for you. What would you say to a young kid who's uh, listening to this and, and who was saying, I want to try and get into the writing stroke movie stroke advertising business?
1: I'd say just make stuff. You're living in the best time ever. It doesn't look like it from our point of view because we've had so many knocks and the, the businesses we were in have had so many knocks but in terms of getting your hands on technology and in terms of being able to do the things it's never been a better time pick up your iphone pick up your samsung get a wee tripod for it or a mobi grip or something do anything just keep coming up with ideas write scripts learn to write scripts read books take in as much information you can learn anything now from the yeah. internet and yeah. you can go on youtube and learn i learned how to wallpaper this year just <laughs> by watching youtube yeah. videos there's great things like film rat or a youtube channel loads and loads of great things yes. that they they tip. there's so much that you can just absorb like a sponge um just by you could spend your day just watching youtube videos and reading as many books about it as you can lay your hands on and do it. Just go, my, go my and do it. Get a, yeah. from,
0: a, from, from certainly from a writing point of view, that I look back at my writing and I, you rush to finish. It's like yeah. a 30-page thing you said. You send it out when it's not ready to be sent out yeah. and it comes back decimated because yeah. it's crap. My, my uh, feeling on it is the, the curtain opens, write what you see and make sure you have the end before You start gabbing on about the fact that you've got a movie,
1: yeah. Michael sure. Craig, we
0: leave it there. Thank you so much for taking Thank time you very much to join yeah. us. with Shawnee. We'll be looking forward to seeing Ruby later <laughs> yes. at our, at our yes. Christmas yeah. drinks. Maybe look so. after yourself and I hope all
1: goes well. Thank you very much.